0: Welcome into The Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. I'm Robert Ash, the host of The Degenerate Gambler. This podcast brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. We got our college football bets and NFL bets for this week. A note uh, on our college basketball bets, uh, most of our bets will be placed on our Facebook and Twitter pages, we're not going to do a podcast each day for our college basketball uh, bets uh, because, quite frankly, the podcasts are really almost a waste of time. They're really, really short except for on the weekends, so we will do a weekend podcast once college football season ends, but we'll have our college basketball bets and our NFL bets and then just straight college basketball bets for uh, that Saturday. Now, our Facebook page is the degenerate gambler. That's uh, D period degenerate period gambler period, and our uh, Twitter page, our Twitter account is at ays two zero two zero one. That's at ays two zero two zero one. That will be where we will have our college basketball bets. And if by some chance we can't get a podcast in, we'll have our bets on those pages. College basketball-wise, by the way, we're off to a 13-5 start against the spread at plus 6.76 units. We're red hot right now. Uh, now, our football bets have not been as successful. Just 78-85-4 against the spread. 8-21 and 21 in our upset picks. That actually puts us at minus 19.88 units. Uh, if we just went against the spread on uh, those bets, we would be down about half that uh, at this time. So we're going to try to get college football turned around and the NFL turned around this weekend. And uh, we're going to get things started right now uh, at Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium in Fayetteville. The Arkansas Razorbacks, who are 5-4 and four overall, 4-5 four and five against the spread. They're going to take on the LSU Tigers, 7-2 and two overall. Six and three against the number. LSU comes in as a three and a half point favorite. The total set at 62. For LSU, they are six and two against the spread in their last eight games. Four, ten, and one against the spread in their last 15 against the Razorbacks. Uh total has gone under in four of LSU's last six games on the road. And the total has gone under in five of LSU's last six games at Arkansas. For the Razorbacks, 2-5 against the spread in their last Uh, 7. 1-4-1 against the spread in their last 6 games played in Week 11. 13-7 against the spread in their last 20 games as an underdog. The total has gone under in 4 of Arkansas's last 5 games against LSU. And the total has gone under in 5 of Arkansas's last 6 games while hosting LSU. Our play is the total under 62. It's going to be cold. It's going to be a little bit on the windy side. Uh, Both teams want to run the football. Uh, Definitely the Razorbacks want to run it. I think LSU feels like they can run on the Razorback defense. I think this game gets kind of slowed up because of the run games, which means the time will fly. And I think the total is way too high for two teams that want to run the football. So the total of 62 is the play. In Arkansas and LSU. All right, next up, we're gonna stay in the SEC. We're gonna go to Oxford, Mississippi, as the Ole Miss Rebels eight and one overall, three five and one against the spread. Take on the Alabama Crimson Tide, who are seven and two overall, five and four against the number. Alabama is an eleven and a half point favorite. Total set at sixty four. And a half. For Alabama, they're just 2-5 and five against the spread in their last 7 games against West Division opponents. 1-4 uh, and four against the spread in their last 5 games played in November. And the total has gone under 8 of Alabama's last 12 games played in Week 11. Meanwhile, Ole Miss, 1-4-1 against the spread in their last 6 games. 3-9-1 against the spread in their last 13 games against West Division opponents. Total has gone over in four of Ole Miss's last five games. Total has gone over in five of Ole Miss's last seven games against Alabama. And the total has gone over in four of Ole Miss's last six games against SEC opponents. Again, Alabama, 11.5 point favorite. Total set at 64.5. Uh, by the way, 79% of the money coming in on Ole Miss plus 11.5. coming in on the under 64.5 in this game. Our play is actually going to be Alabama minus 11.5, and and it's because Bama's coming off a uh, loss against LSU last week. Bama hasn't lost two consecutive games. Uh, I think I saw the stat yesterday. It was two consecutive games since 2007. 2007 is the last time they have lost two consecutive games. I'm going to go with that streak over the other streaks uh, or trends that we just saw. I'm going with that trend instead. Uh, I think Alabama wins. I think Alabama comes out and makes a statement. Alabama covers. Give me the Crimson Tide minus 11.5 on the road at Ole Miss, despite what the trends are telling me. All right, we're going to keep on going. Now we're going to go on into the Big 12. We'll go to Stillwater, Oklahoma. Oklahoma State 6-3 overall. 5-4 against the spread. You're going to take on the Iowa State Cyclones. 4-5 overall. 4-4-1 against the number. Iowa State is a a 1.5 point favorite. Total is set at 48.5. For Iowa State, uh, they are just 2-4 and four against the spread in their last six games on the road. The total has gone under in each of Iowa State's last five games. Total has gone under in four of Iowa State's last five games on the road. And the total has gone under in five of Iowa State's last six games against Big 12 opponents. Oklahoma State, 14-5-1 against the spread in their last 20 games. 15-4-1 against the spread. In their last twenty games played on a Saturday, total has gone over in five of Oklahoma State's last seven games. However, the total has gone under in eight of Oklahoma State's last eleven games played in November. Again, Iowa State a one and a half point favorite. Seventy percent of the money coming in on the Cyclones. Total set at forty eight and a half. Sixty seven percent coming in on the under forty eight and a half. That's our play: the under forty eight and a half in Iowa State, Oklahoma State. It's uh, two teams that, um, I should say, it's one team that has an average offense and a very good defense against a team that's got a, a solid offense and a bad defense. But the thing is, Spencer Sanders, his status is up in the air. It's looking like he's not going to play. That changes Oklahoma State's offense, going against a very good Iowa State defense. I think Iowa State will run the ball to try to keep things um kind of uh, slowed down a little bit. And I think it plays into their hands. Uh I think the total too high in this one. We're gonna go Iowa State minor or Iowa State, Oklahoma State under 48 and a half. All right, we're gonna keep going on to the Big Ten. If I can find said game. There we are. Uh, We're going to Iowa City, Iowa. Iowa, The Iowa Hawkeyes 5-4 overall. 5-4 against the spread. They take on the Wisconsin Badgers, who are 5-4 overall. 5-4 against the number. Wisconsin is a a one-and-a-half point favorite. The total is set at a whopping 35. For Wisconsin, 4-2 and two against the spread in their last six games against Iowa. The total's gone over in six of Wisconsin's last seven games. Total's gone over in five of Wisconsin's last six games on the road. And the total's gone over in five of Wisconsin's last six games against Big Ten opponents. Iowa, 5-2 and two against the spread in their last seven games. 6-3 and three against the spread in their last nine games played in November. Total has gone under in seven of Iowa's last 10 games. Total's gone under in four of Iowa's last five games at home. But the total has also gone over in seven of Iowa's last 10 games against Big Ten opponents. Once again, Wisconsin, a one and a half point favorite. Um, 54% of the money coming in on Iowa plus one and a half. Total set at 35. 57% of the money set to come in on the under. Uh, our play is actually going to be something we are going to do a little different when it comes to Iowa. We usually play Iowa Unders. I think 35 is just way, way too low. Uh, We're going to go over 35 on Wisconsin and Iowa. I think both teams are going to run the football. Both teams are going to use clock, but I think 35 is a little low. I mean, if the game is 21-17, which is kind of what I'm picturing, that's 38. And if it's going to be low scoring like that, uh, I think that plays into um, it, the over covering, so our play is going to be on the over, uh, thirty-five in Iowa, Wisconsin. Now on to Otson Stadium in Ogden, or in uh, Eugene, Oregon. The Oregon Ducks eight and one overall, seven and two against the spread. They take on the West uh, Washington Huskies seven and two overall. against the number. Oregon is a 13.5-point favorite. Total set at 72.5. Washington is 0-5 against the spread in their last 5 games. 2-14-1 against the spread in their last 17 against Oregon. 1-8 against the spread in their last 9 games on the road. 1-7 against the spread in their last 8 games against Pac-12 opponents. The total has gone over in 7 of Washington's last 10 games. For the Oregon Ducks, 5-0 and against the spread in their last five games. 4-1 and against the spread in their last five games played in November. Total has gone over in six of Oregon's last eight games. And the total has gone over in each of Oregon's last five games at home and against Pac-12 North Division opponents. So, Oregon sits as a 13.5-point favorite. 72% of the money is on Oregon at minus 13.5. Total 72.5. That's actually split down the middle at 50-50 where the money is coming in on that. Our play is Oregon minus 13.5. Simply put, you just heard the trends. Oregon is uh, very successful. Was it uh, 14-2-1 in their last 17 against Washington against the spread? They have also covered their last five games at home. Uh, Washington is 0 5 against the spread in their last five games. Uh, all, that, all the trends set for Oregon to cover in this one. So Oregon is going to be our play at minus 13 and a half. All right, we're going to move now to the ACC. We're going to go on to Wake Forest. And uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Wake Forest, Demon Deacons, 6-3 overall. 6-3 against the spread. They take on the North Carolina Tar Heels, 8-1 overall. 4-4-1 four, four against the number. Wake Forest is a four-point favorite. Total set at 77. <coughs> Excuse me. For North Carolina, 1-4 against the spread in their last five games at Wake Forest. Two and five against the spread in their last seven games played in November. Totals gone over in four of North Carolina's last five games against ACC Atlantic Division teams. Wake Forest seven and three against the spread in their last ten games. Four and one against the spread in their last five hosting North Carolina. Five and two against the spread in their last seven games against ACC Coastal Division teams. Total has gone under in four of Wake Forest's last five games. However, the total has gone over. And five of Wake Forest's last six games against North Carolina. And the total's gone over in six of Wake Forest's last eight games played in November. Once again, uh, Wake Forest a four-point favorite in this one. 62% of the money is coming in on North Carolina, plus four. Total set at 77. 64% of the money coming in on the over. And the over is our play, over 77 in this one. Look, this game projects uh, to be somewhere around the 80 point mark uh, in most projections. Um, And uh, the over is is a good play because neither team plays much defense, and both teams are very good on offense. You got Drake May, who's uh, having a Heisman like type season, even though he's not getting a whole lot of buzz. outside of one unbelievably terrible game. Sam Hartman has been unreal this season. Both offenses, uh, light light defenses on fire, and then you're talking about playing against two defenses, those two quarterbacks, going against defenses that have been lit on fire all season. This has uh, the makings of a shootout in it. The last two seasons, these two teams have played in games. In each game, the total has gone over 100 points. I don't see it slowing down. I think the easy play is Wake Forest in this one. Uh, Wake Forest North Carolina in this one on the over 77. All right, we're going to switch conferences for a moment. And we're going to go on in to the uh Pac 12. And we're going to go on to Salt Lake City as the Utah Utes. The 13th ranked team in the country is, this page opens up, there it goes, 7-2 overall, 5-4 against the spread. They take on the Stanford Cardinal, 3-6 overall, 2-7 against the number. Utah is a 24-point favorite total set at 54. Alright, there are actually no trends available in this game, that's weird. Uh, so we'll just go to our bet because my bet wasn't coming off a trend anyways. It's, well, it was coming off a trend, but not a trend uh, that would probably have been listed. The trend is the fact that it looks like the Stanford Cardinal have quit this season. Uh, when you look at Stanford's last uh, couple of games, uh, they gave up 52 to Washington State, lost 52 to 14, 38 to UCLA, losing 38 to 13. Uh, it's a team, uh, there's a lot of, Things going on on campus right now uh, with the administration. Uh, This team is almost making a statement that they're refusing to play when actually playing. Uh, The game is on the road in Salt Lake City. The altitude will be a factor. It's going to be cold. There's a chance of snow. Uh, Everything plays to Utah minus 24. That's going to be our play. Uh, 64% of the money, by the way, on Utah minus 24. The total at 54, it's actually a 50-50 split on the money there. So, despite not having any any trends to go off of, we're going with the Utah Utes minus 24 in uh, their matchup with the Stanford Cardinal. And our final game before our upset bets uh, will take place in Los Angeles at... uh, the Rose Bowl, as the UCLA Bruins are in action against Arizona. UCLA comes in 8-1 uh, overall, 6-3 against the spread. Uh, taking on Arizona, 3-6 overall, 5-4 against the number. UCLA is a 20-point favorite, total set at 77. For Arizona, just 2-7-1 and one against the spread in their last 10 against UCLA. Uh, the total has gone over in five of Arizona's last seven games. Total's gone over in four of Arizona's last or six of Arizona's last nine games against Pac-12 opponents, and the total's gone over in four of Arizona's last six games against Pac-12 South Division opponents. UCLA five and one against the spread in their last six games, eight and one against the spread in their last nine games against Pac-12 opponents, seven and zero oh against the spread in their last seven games played in November. Total has gone over in six of UCLA's last seven games. And the total has gone over in six of UCLA's last six games against Pac-12 South Division teams. Again, UCLA is a 20-point favorite, 55% of the money coming in on UCLA. Total set at 77, 67% of the money coming in on the under in this matchup. Our play is UCLA minus 20. Uh, the trends tell us so. The fact that UCLA not only has the win, but they probably need some style points is another factor in this. Um, at a third factor, and that is the fact that uh, Arizona is pretty poor on defense. They're solid on offense. They're poor on defense. UCLA's offense should be able to score at will in this one. I think when you put all that together, 20-point spread, it's right at that number. It's below 21. Uh, it's a game in which I think UCLA covers, wins by at least three touchdowns. So give me UCLA, minus 20 at home against Arizona. All right, our two upset bets this week. Uh, you know, our upset bets have really been an issue this season, just 8-21 in our upset bets this year. But we're going to keep chugging along. Our first one, uh, we're going to take Rutgers that's a 9.5-point underdog to win at Michigan State. That's at plus 294 right now. Uh, no real reason to affect. I don't think Michigan State's very good. I don't think Rutgers is great either. Both teams are four and five. Uh, both teams are four four and one against the spread uh, this season. Uh, <clears throat> it's going to be cold. It's going to be uh, windy uh, in uh, East Lansing, but we're going to go ahead and we're going to take uh, Rutgers at plus two ninety four to pull the upset of, uh, Michigan State. Our other upset bet I actually feel pretty good about, and it's, um, taking place in Austin, Texas. TCU is a seven and a half point underdog to knock off Texas. I'm surprised, not that TCU's an underdog, but that they're this big of an underdog despite the game being on the road. Uh, is undefeated, 9-0, 7-1-1 against the spread, uh, They've had a lot of games, and what they which they've had to come back this season, and maybe that is why they're this big of an underdog. Uh, we got them at uh, plus two twenty, so that'll be our upset bet with TCU plus two twenty over Texas. So to recap our college bets uh, for Saturday, we got the under sixty two at LSU Arkansas, Alabama minus eleven and a half at Ole Miss. The under 48 and a half in Iowa State, Oklahoma State. The over 35 in Wisconsin, Iowa. Uh, We did skip one. I just noticed that. And uh, we'll get to it in just a second. We We skipped a couple, didn't we? We skipped two, actually. Well, let's see. I'm way off today. Let's go ahead and do those two real quick. I don't know how I missed them, but I did. All right, we're going to have to find the first one here. Give us a second. Uh, <clears throat> our first one uh, is, here we are, it's in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And it is the Michigan Wolverines, 9-0 overall, 5-3-1 and 3 and 1 against the spread, taking on the Nebraska Cornhuskers, 3-6 overall, 3-6 against the number. Michigan is a 31-point favorite. Total set... At 48-and-a-half. right. trend-wise for Nebraska, 3-and-7 against the spread in their last 10 games. Uh, The total's gone under in 5 of Nebraska's last 6 games. And the total's gone under in 7 of Nebraska's last 8 games against East Division opponents. Michigan, 13-5-and-1 against the spread in their last 19 games. 5-and-0 against the spread in their last 5 games against Big 12 West Division teams. 5-0 5-0 against the spread in their last five games played in November. Total's gone under in seven of Michigan's last 10 games. Total's gone under in six of Michigan's last nine games played on a Saturday. And the total's gone under in 10 of Michigan's last 14 games played at home. Might see what our play is just by those trends. By the way, uh, Michigan 31-point favorite, 54 per- 54% of the money is on Nebraska, plus 31 Total set at 48.5, 60% of the money set on the under, which is our play as well. Under 48.5 in Nebraska-Michigan. You heard the trends. Unders are um, on, in play for both of these teams. I think both teams run the football. Both teams use the clock. Uh, the fact that Michigan's a 31-point favorite in totals at 48.5 shows you that uh, they think Michigan wins in a blowout, that Nebraska doesn't score a lot, and that very well may happen. But I think because of the run games, I don't think Michigan scores enough either. So I think the play is on Michigan and Nebraska under 48.5. And And finally, from McLean Stadium in um, Waco, Texas, the Baylor Bears, 6-3 overall, 6-3 against the spread. They take on the Kansas State Wildcats, 6-3 overall, 5-3-1 against the number. Baylor comes in a two-and-a-half-point favorite, total set at 52-and-a-half. For Kansas State, just two and four against the spread in their last six games played in Week 11. Total has gone under in four of Kansas State's last six games on the road. Total has gone under in 13 of Kansas State's last 18 games played in November. Baylor 8-3-1 and one against the spread in their last 11 games. 5-1 against the spread in their last six games played on a Saturday. Total's gone under in six of Baylor's last nine games against Kansas State. Total's gone under in five of Baylor's last six games played in Week 11. Kansas State, again, a two-and-a-half, or make that Baylor a two-and-a-half point favorite. 76% of the money coming in on the Bears, minus two-and-a-half. Total at 52 and a half. 80% of the money actually coming in on the over in this one. Our play is the opposite. It's the under 52 and a half for us here. Uh, same reasons we used uh, for Wisconsin-Nebraska. First of all, the trends tell us to play the Unders. Second of all, it's two teams that want to run the football and uh, use the ground game. They like to use the clock. Neither team is fast-paced in that sense. Uh, So it plays into the hands of the under, in my opinion. So the under 52.5 Kansas State-Baylor. All right, let's recap our college bets for real this time. We got the under 62 in LSU-Arkansas we got uh, Alabama minus 11.5 at Ole Miss. Under 48.5 in Iowa State, Oklahoma State. Over 35 in Wisconsin, Iowa. Under 48.5 in Nebraska, Michigan. Under 52.5 in Kansas State, Baylor. We've got Oregon minus 13.5 at home against Washington. The over 77 in North Carolina, Wake Forest. Utah minus 24 at home against Stanford. UCLA, minus 20 at home against Arizona. And our upset bets, uh, we got Rutgers at plus 294 to win at Michigan State. TCU at plus 220 to win at Texas. All right, we'll take a quick break. Come back to our NFL bets in just a moment. This is The Degenerate Gambler. Welcome back to The Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. On now to our NFL bets. We'll start things off in Nashville, Tennessee. The Tennessee Titans, 5-3 overall, 6-2 against the number They take on the Denver Broncos, 3-5 overall, 3-5 against the number. Tennessee is a a 2.5-point favorite, total set at 37.5. For Denver, 4-8 against the spread in their last 12 games. They are 7-1 against the spread in their last 8 games against Tennessee. Total has gone under in 7 of Denver's last 8 games. Total has gone under in 5 of Denver's last 6 games against AFC opponents. And the total's gone under in 12 of Denver's last 14 games against AFC South Division opponents. Denver, is, or make that Tennessee, is 6-0 against the spread in their last six games. 5-0 against the spread in their last five games against AFC opponents. 6-2 against the spread in their last eight games against AFC West Division opponents. Total has gone under in each of Tennessee's last five games. Total has gone under in four of Tennessee's last five games against Denver. Total has gone under in seven of Tennessee's last eight games played at home. Right now, Tennessee's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. 70% of money coming in on the uh, uh, on the Titans, minus two-and-a-half. Total set at 37-and-a-half. And, a half. and uh, 60 per- 66% of money actually coming in on the over in this one. Our play is actually going to be on the uh, Tennessee Titans minus 2.5 in this matchup. I don't trust Russell Wilson. It's really as simple as that. I don't trust the Bronco offense. I don't trust uh, the Broncos to score points. I do think Tennessee will score points. I think Tennessee will score enough points. And uh, for those reasons, and really just those reasons, we'll take Tennessee minus 2.5 and a the factor at home by the way at home against the Denver Broncos All right Next up I'm not seeing the game on here Oh here we are Next up we go to Miami where the Miami Dolphins 6 and 3 overall 4 and 5 against the spread take on the Cleveland Browns 3 and 5 overall 4 and 4 against the number Miami is a three-and-a-half-point favorite, total set at 49. For Cleveland, 7-1 against the spread in their last eight games against Miami. However, 1-4 against the spread in their last five games against AFC East Division opponents. Total has gone over in four of Cleveland's last six games against AFC opponents. For Miami, 1-5 against the spread in their last six games. 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six games played in November. Total has gone under in four of Miami's last five games at home, and the total has gone under in four of Miami's last five games against AFC North Division teams. Again, Miami is a three-and-a-half-point favorite, 64% of the money coming in on the Dolphins, minus three-and-a-half. Total set at 63 49% of the money, or make that 63% of the money coming in on the over 49. Our play is actually going to be Miami minus three-and-a-half against the Browns. Uh, only reasons being, I think Miami's getting, are going to get better on defense now that they got Bradley Chubb added to that defensive team. Offensively, they have been explosive all season. Uh, the over might get a little bit of cheddar as well. Uh, our play is going to be Miami 3.5. They're at home. Uh, I think they're the better team. I think they're playing better football. I think when you just look at all that, I think the play – the right play is the Dolphins minus three and a half. That hook scares me a little bit. Uh, but we'll go ahead and play it anyways. Miami minus three and a half against the Cleveland Browns. <clears throat> All right, now on to Pittsburgh, where the Steelers are two and six overall, three, four, and one against the spread, hosting the New Orleans Saints, who are three and six overall, three and six against the number. New Orleans is a one and a half point favorite total set at forty. Alright, 4 for New Orleans, just 3 and 6 against the spread in their last 9 games. Uh, 4 and 1 against the spread in their last 5 games played in Week 10. Total has gone over in 4 of New Orleans' last 6 games. And the total has gone under in 5 of New Orleans' last 6 games against AFC opponents. Pittsburgh, 2 and 4 against the spread in their last 6 games. 1 and 8 against the spread in their last 9 games against NFC opponents. Uh total has gone under in six of Pittsburgh's last seven games at home. And the total has gone under in five of Pittsburgh's last seven games played on a Sunday. Again, New Orleans is a one-and-a-half point favorite. 55% of the money coming in on the Saints, minus one-and-a-half. Total set at 40, 51% of the money coming in on the over in that one. Our play is New Orleans, minus one-and-a-half at Pittsburgh. Simply, have you watched Pittsburgh play? That That's... That's the only thing I got for you. If, if you've watched Pittsburgh play, this is an easy play. New Orleans minus one and a half. Uh, we'll take the Saints minus one and a half on the road in Pittsburgh. All right, so now we go on to Kansas City, where the Chiefs are six and two overall, three and five against the spread. Take on the Jacksonville Jaguars, three and six overall, three and six against the number. Kansas City is a a 9.5 point favorite, total set at 50.5. Jacksonville just 1-5 against the spread in their last six games, 1-5 against the spread in their last six against Kansas City. Total's gone under in four of Jacksonville's last five games. (coughs) Total's gone under in five of Jacksonville's last seven games against AFC opponents. Kansas City, 2-5 against the spread in their last seven games. They are 0-5 against the spread in their last five games at home and 0-6 against the spread in their last six games against AFC opponents. Total has gone over in 11 of Kansas City's last 16 games. Kansas City is a 9.5 point favorite. 80% of the money coming in on Kansas City, minus 9.5. Total at 50.5, 63% of the money coming in on the under. And despite what the trends are saying, we are going to take Kansas City minus 9.5 against Jacksonville. I feel like the Chiefs found something uh, last week, uh, late in that game, on the defensive side of things. And I think the offense, I don't really worry about the offense a whole lot. They could really use a receiver to step up. They really haven't found a replacement for Tyreek Hill as of yet. They do need someone to step up, I think, if they're going to make a run in the playoffs. But I don't think we're worried about the playoffs right now. Kansas City's at home, it's going to be cold. There is a chance of snow tomorrow. It's a slight chance, but there's a chance nonetheless. I should say on Sunday, there should be a slight. There's a slight chance of snow. I think everything plays in the Kansas City's hands in this one. We'll take the Chiefs minus nine and a half at home against Jacksonville. All right, and our final bet will take place at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. The Raiders are two and six overall, three and five against the spread. They take on the Indianapolis Colts. Three, five, and one overall. Three and six against the number. Um, Las Vegas is a four and a half point favorite. Total set at forty-two and a half. And by the way, that total's going down. So by the time you hear this, it may not even say that at, the, at that point. Um, by the way, the total's gone under in thirteen of Indianapolis's last fourteen games. Total's gone under in each of Indianapolis's last eight games on the road. The Colts are just three and eight against spread in their last eleven games. And three and seven against the spread in their last ten games against AFC opponents. Las Vegas three and six against the spread in their last nine. Four and one against the spread in their last five at home. Uh, totals have gone over in four of Vegas's last six games and four of their last five against Indianapolis. Again, Vegas four-and-a-half point favorite, 69% of money in on Vegas, minus four-and-a-half. Total set at 42-and-a-half, 55% of money coming in on the under, which is our play, the under 42-and-a-half. Indianapolis just fired Frank Reich and hired Jeff Saturday, who has zero coaching experience beyond the high school level. I don't know how that's going to work out. I don't know if the offense gets any better for Indianapolis, which has been atrocious this season. Uh, the Raiders offense ain't been great it's in its own right, which is why the total of 42.5 is the play on the under. Uh, this has 17-10, 17-14, even 21-17 written all over it. Uh, so we're going to play the under 42.5 in Vegas, Indianapolis. So our NFL bets once again are Tennessee minus 2.5 at home against Denver. Miami, minus three and a half at home against Cleveland. New Orleans, minus one and a half at Pittsburgh. Kansas City, minus nine and a half at home against Jacksonville. And the under, 42 and a half in Indianapolis, Las Vegas. So that'll wrap up the podcast for today. We do thank you for listening. Uh, a reminder that our college basketball bets are on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Uh, once college football season ends, we'll... Incorporate Saturday bets into a podcast, but our bets the rest of the week. Uh, we may do a podcast here and there during the week, but uh, mo- for the most part, they're going to be on our Facebook page at The Degenerate Gambler, or on our Twitter account at AYS two zero two zero one. We'll get our college basketball bets there again. We're already on a heater college basketball wise, thirteen and five against the spread so far this season. Uh, we are on fire college basketball. We'll have our college basketball bets for this Friday, today, uh, up in a little while on our Facebook and our Twitter accounts, uh, probably by, say, 10 o'clock Eastern Time, 9 o'clock Central, you should have those bets on those accounts uh, for college basketball. So with that said, we'll get out of here. Uh, Thank you for listening. Remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can do so with Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Give us five stars. We can use the uh, star ratings. Uh, And uh, until next time, this is The Degenerate Gambler.